0: This is the Talk of Fame Network, featuring Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges from the Boston Herald, Rick Goslin of the Dallas Morning News, and your Hall of Fame host Clark Judge. And now, let the debates begin. Who is the Hall of Famer? Will they be enshrined in Canton? Do they have the numbers to get in? Let the experts who make the decision tell you who will be signing their name with HOF next to it. And now, it's the Talk of Fame Network.
1: The gonna know your name.
2: Yeah. Well, before we get started, we want to welcome back Rick Goslin from Indianapolis, where he spent the past week at the NFL scouting combine in Goose. I trust, no, I, actually, I hope you spent this past Monday at Shapiro's with assistant Rams coach and friend of the show, Dave McGinnis, for the 25th time.
3: And guys, an exciting morning it was. On the drive to Shapiro's, Coach Mack's suitcase kept sliding out of the back SUV onto the street. And each time, draft <laughs> guru extraordinaire, Jeff Legwald, had to go fetch it. <laughs> that's why uh-huh.
2: right, he gets paid the big bucks. Hey, Ronnie, I know <laughs> you and I used to be part of that annual breakfast. And you know you know what I like best? The bill. Mac never lets pay. <laughs>
4: Well, that's right. Uh, uh, although I never, he never had
2: to wrestle it out of your hands. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I was you know, chasing. That. I was chasing luggage down the street. You
4: now he's one of the best that you got. As a thing, I always remember him. Whenever I the first thing I always think of when we say coach back, I always think about when you ask him about teams that don't have a good quarterback. You ain't got a quarterback, you just playing rugby. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think it says it all, you know, one of
2: the greats. <laughs> no, when I think about Mac, I think about we're Shapiro's. We got the end of the line and we said, okay, that'll be scrambled eggs, pancakes. Uh-uh, the cook is not in. What? The cook <laughs> is not in. We're waiting on the cook. Okay, we'll wait. Anyway, Coos, nice to have you back. Got a lot to offer today, including the Hall of Fame wide receiver Marvin Harrison. Yes, Marvin Harrison in his first public interview since retiring. You heard me, since retiring, and he's doing it with us. We also have Oakland running back Latavius Murray, one of many NFLers who excelled despite not, I said not, being invited to the Combine. Sort of like, uh, Ron, you and I. That's right, but my
4: guess is this. He could run better than me. He can jump better than me. He can do the three-cone drill better than me. But I doubt... You ever blew out his knee at the combine like me? At least I hope not. <laughs> I hope
2: not either. We were there for that. I remember, I Goose?
4: You you guys look at me going. You don't look very good. I said, Yeah, I don't feel very good.
2: Yeah. Goosey, one so way Do we want to carry him back? No, Ron, you're on your own. Hobble back, would you please? Uh, best part but that's part of that. A... Was
4: su- best part of that, guys, was Sunday morning. The Patriots doctor tells me to come down at eight o'clock in the morning to the examining room. He's going to check out my knee, right? So I got down there. And I'm in this room with two massive guys, like, you know, two offensive line prospects. And you can see they both look at me like, that dude's the oldest looking rookie i ever seen, man. Who's that guy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, speaking of uh, big guys, well, we also have Eric Winston with us, who's president of the NFL Players Association, which just scored a TKO over the NFL uh, and is headed back to court. The Tom Brady case, and we're going to get the lowdown on free agency, past and present, as well as hear from Hall of Fame voter Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer. But first, let's go back to the combine for a second, Goose. What'd you like about it? What didn't you like?
3: Well, what I liked about it is all the quarterbacks through, you know, I'll talk about that later. But, you know, we've gotten accustomed to the top quarterback skipping the throwing drills. You know, they, they didn't want to throw and, and possibly jeopardize their draft standing. Not this time. They all threw so they all got we got to eyeball one arm against each other when, when the top guy throws and, and heading into this comp, uh, this draft it was Jared Goff when he throws everybody's got to throw. What I disliked was the media numbers the NFL, NFL credentialed more than 1,200 members of oh. the media and then tried to shoehorn us into a room that could handle about 800. We're lucky the fire marshals weren't around.
2: Yeah, I had plenty of room in my den. How about you, Ron?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was stretched out watching yeah, those things. I had my little the... stopwatch and everything. <laughs> there you go.
2: Goose, I know you don't want to talk about the quarterbacks. You say to talk about them later. But, no, we're going to actually ask, ask you to talk about them now. Um, there are three of them that everyone's talking about. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Paxton Lynch, and maybe one that uh, nobody is. That's Michigan State's Connor Cook. Now, Goose... Who goes first to this group, and did the Combine change the order you expect these guys to be taken?
3: No, I don't think the Combine changed anything. You know, all NFL teams put up their draft boards even before they go to Indy. You know, you grade players based on the game tape. You know, how does he throw the ball when he has a pass rush on his grill? Can he read coverages and put the ball in the right place? You see that on game tape. You you don't see that at Indy with a quarterback throwing the ball against air with no defenders on the field. You know, what you got to see was the strength of the arm. Now, I think it's still a to- going toss whether it's, it's, it's golf or Wentz. Uh, you know, there's concern because Wentz is making a huge jump from North Dakota State. Right, uh, right. That's not many quarterbacks make, you know, you're jumping two levels of football to get to Sunday afternoon. So I would still stack them golf, uh, Wentz, Lynch, and Cook. And I think they all go into first.
2: Jeez, I thought you'd stack stuck them Cook and everybody else. Michigan Next State Spartacus, best available Spartan. Did hey, you speaking say it, by my of... ability or by my heart. <laughs> there, <they go. laughs> well, there we go. The band's on. The band's all here. <laughs> There's a uh, yeah. There's Connor Cook as the major uh, drum major. Hey, listen. Speaking of quarterbacks, Ronnie, uh, there are plenty in the news. Like you know, guess who? Johnny Mansell. I mean, he's been go. videotaped drinking in yet another bar. And and I'll be honest with you. I I, I give up with this guy. We've seen this movie before, Ron. So. How does it end?
4: Well, you know, unless something changes radically, it's going to end badly, as it always does with the guys who have a, a drinking problem. You know, here's a guy who's got everything at risk, and he and he still, not only can he can not stay out of the bar room, he can't stay out of videos of himself in the bar room, you know? And I think that, really, until he can get himself, his life under control, football is, is really unimportant. He goes out to rehab, he comes out, and what, he's cured? Doesn't work like that. You right. know, he's not Johnny Football anymore. He's Johnny Schnapps. Uh, you know, I mean, this kid is in, in, in uh, ever-rising water, and uh, apparently he hasn't hit bottom yet, uh, uh, but it looks like, unfortunately, his bottom's going to be pretty low, which would be sad. Ron, is he the modern-day Todd Marinovich? Maybe, maybe, although Todd was different, you know, because Todd was a very skilled guy. I mean, a very a guy who had some good moments in the NFL. Well, so was this guy. Great moments in college, uh, but he had, you know, an overbearing father that just, drove him mad you know i mean this guy we don't know what the problem is with johnny mansell we just know that he's got one with with todd i knew his dad you knew his dad was a problem from the day the kid was born you know what do you mean mother's milk don't give him that give him vitamin water you know i mean it's freaking Manziel's
3: crazy. a sense of entitlement yeah, yeah. right yeah, right. yeah he's, he's got his way
4: every day. And todd was the opposite of that todd really wasn't like that you know todd's problem was everybody wanted to be something he wasn't sure he wanted to be
2: yeah. yeah. Well, well so there was a lot of talk while you were in uh, Indianapolis, as you know, when you were there, about Colin Kaepernick, who's asked to be traded. And uh, and, and I don't know where he's going to end up, but it seems to me he's going to end up where he is right now, San Francisco, because the 49ers say basically they're not going to accommodate him and they don't seem willing to be uh, interested in talking to anyone. So where's the story here? If he's not going anywhere, why are we talking about where he's going?
3: Well, the story is Kaepernick needs Chip Kelly to resurrect his career. Exactly. You know, with with the contract that Kaepernick signed, the, the 49ers would take a sizable cap hit if they move him off the roster. So it's not in their best interest to trade him. Not Certainly, you know, not in a division where Arizona and Seattle are already Super Bowl contenders and the Rams are on the rise. You know, he's, he's more Marcus Mariota than Sam Bradford was. And I think Kelly probably wants to see what he can do with Kaepernick. You know, mm-hmm. once upon a time, not too long ago, he was a pretty good NFL quarterback.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you, and I think he is his kind of guy. That's why I sort of wonder, why are we talking about where he might be going when the fact of the matter is I think his best spot is San Francisco because of Chip Kelly.
3: I'd certainly want to give it a shot.
2: Yeah. Well, Goose, then, of course, there's your guy, Tony Romo. Uh, he has part of his lawsuit versus the NFL, tossed. Uh, that went out uh, and months after getting hurt. He's now talking about having a plate inserted into his injured collarbone. Um, bad week for Dallas quarterbacks, Goose. Yeah, I thought the lawsuit
3: was a Hail Mary at best, so I'm not uh, so sure that was a major setback in his life, but the, the plate and the collarbone is another matter. Now, he's suffered cracks in his left collarbone mm-hmm. that have knocked him out of the lineup three times since 2010. You know, two such collarbone injuries, you know, cost him a dozen games last season. You know, he's 36 this season his bones aren't getting any stronger. So so the option is to insert a plate to provide the collarbone a bit more strength and stability. But this is the quarterback who seems to be aging fast.
2: Hey, Goose, if you're the Cowboys, do you spend that first pick, the the fourth overall, on Tony Romo's successor?
3: Yeah, I've said that all along. You you don't get to draft in a top five very often, and there's two quarterbacks that, that people view as potential franchise guys. Now, I would take a quarterback if it was me on the clock. Unfortunately, Jerry Jones was saying last week he expects Romo to play four or five more years, and he's, he's going all in with Romo, so I think uh, they'll probably go defense with that picture.
2: Four or five more years. Who do you think he is? Tom Brady? Hey, uh, <laughs> Ron, question. Yeah. Now that Von Miller's been tagged by Denver, right. doesn't this mean that Brock Osweiler's price just went up? I mean, he's fair game for anyone out there, so he can go to anyone with the, uh, the, the, the highest price.
4: Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, the price may not be as high as he thinks. Uh, And frankly, if I was him, I'd be looking long and hard at some of these other teams uh, that want to pay me and not look at the money and and look what they've got and look what Denver's got and uh, and make a decision there. But a lot of times it ends up being about the money, as you guys know. They may have
3: two better quarterbacks in the building, Elway and Kubiak. (laughs) Well, they definitely
4: have one who's better.
2: (laughs) Goose, I'll talk about a quarterback quickly who's better. Tom Brady agreed to a contract that runs through 2019 or when he's 42. What happens first? Ron... Or Brady retiring. I hope it's me. (laughs) We're going to go to break. We're going to retire. When we return, we'll talk the best and worst of NFL free agency. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Another reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
5: Motel 6 has the message our nation is seeking.
6: Motel 6 is a great choice for travelers.
5: With the highest standards. A
6: clean, comfortable room with everything you need and nothing you don't.
5: Fiscally responsible.
6: Lowest price of any national chain.
5: Dedicated.
6: We'll leave the light on for you.
5: Motel 6, right on travel, right for America.
6: I'm Tom Baudette, and, um, yeah, I approve this message. Book online at motel6.com.
7: I moved to Boston when I was two. There was 14 of us in, in a four-bedroom apartment in the projects in Boston. To be the first, actually, kid to buy a house in my family, I just realized that. I'm the first kid to buy a house. It's a very proud moment.
8: Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
9: Control, if you like mortgages... Negative, over. Do you like rockets? Affirmative, over. Do you like rocket mortgages? I'm listening, over. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that turns the entire mortgage process into a fast, powerful, completely online experience. Copy that, QL1. I'm going to go ahead and push this button in 3, 2, 1. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button, get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing Letter License in all 50 states. NMLS consumeraccess.org number 33.
5: I just feel like something's missing.
1: I know. What we had was so big.
5: And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun.
1: No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum multivitamins. Now our highest level of D3
10: ever. Check Sunday's newspaper for a coupon. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money, and it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just 19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush, a $45 value, yours free. For only 19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number: 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Welcome
11: to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal?
12: How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two-for-five dollars.
7: Extra-long, but still two-for-five.
12: Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, uh, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal.
7: That's perfect.
13: So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time, only price and participation vary.
0: Now back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin cannot win with him. And Clark Judge cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winner.
2: Well, Proactive's a winner. For just nineteen ninety five, you can get Proactive plus a rotating deep cleansing brush, which is valued at forty five dollars. But that's not the best part. Guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Just call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. Talk of Fame Networks also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a, Ron, what kind of diagnosis? Three. Yes, the best kind. And within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. And, Goose, before we get started here, I see where Dean Blandino, the NFL's head of officiating, says, you know what? Not going to be any changes to the NFL's catch rule. I think that should make Jerry, Des, and Cowboy Nation happy, don't you?
3: I look up my window, I see the Cowboy fans doing cartwheels. Think,
2: uh, <laughs> is that, that the isn't... bus going by with Dean Blandino on it? <laughs> um, yeah, listen, that... I, said, I said last week um, the NFL is a never-ending process, and this month is more proof. We've gone from the Combine in Indianapolis, where, of course, Goose marked his 25th anniversary. Congratulations, there, Goose, to another Thanks, round sir. of free agency. I'm not sure. Congratulations or condolences. Did <laughs> They <Can you> give <laughs> right you, like, a run? silver whistle or anything like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, what not do you get for big. that? Well, free agency is his own cottage industry. Duke anyway. would
4: have given him a silver chair, but he couldn't put it in the lobby.
2: Yeah, he would have put it outside. <laughs> he yeah. would have put it outside the Crown Plaza. But anyway, even though free agency's value seems to be overrated, uh, it, it can make a difference. And I think this year's Denver Broncos were a great example. They had uh, Demarcus Ware, TJ Ward, Akeem Tlaib, all members of that. Terrific defense. Got them through free agency. And for that matter, they got their quarterback there, too. And I'm talking about Peyton Manning, uh, by the way, whom ESPN's Adam Schefter this week said would continue playing, quote, in a perfect world. Um, sorry, but there's no yeah, perfect world, Peyton. Yeah, no perfect world right. out there, Peyton. Just retire, please. Okay, goose, where was it? Oh, yeah, free agency.
3: Yeah, you can't build a team through free agency. It all starts with the draft. You have to hit your draft picks all of your draft picks. If you can find a, a starting wide receiver in the fifth round, a starting safety in the sixth, they become the cheap labor force that frees up money to go sign a DeMarcus Ware or an Aqib Talib in free agency. You know, when you blow a draft pick, you have to overpay someone in free agency to compensate. You, know, you can count on two hands the number of players in the history of free agency who played to the level of the money and the duration of the contract. You know, When you sign a free agent, most just become a short-term fix. The goal is to be like the Packers and Broncos. Sign one free agent each offseason to supplement a championship roster that you've been building through the draft.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, and yet it creates a media frenzy every year. We, oh, who's Who are they going to sign? Who are they going to throw the big bucks after? Um, I remember I had a scout telling me once that the, the teams that knew how to draft were the ones that were fringe players in free agency, and Goose, I think you just nailed it on the, on the head. He, I think he's pretty much right, and you are too. You don't see a team like Pittsburgh or Green Bay or... Uh, Baltimore spending the big bucks, uh, New England the same thing, uh, on big names in free agency. And, and I know there are exceptions. I understand that. But they generally, Ron, it seems like they stay out of the line of fire.
4: Yeah, and that's certainly generally been the case with the Patriots. I mean, they've gone into it big a couple of times. One time it worked, one time it didn't work. But I think the free agency seems to work in my opinion best when you're just trying to fill in some spots, uh, needed parts, but not necessarily high cost items. You know, like you need you know, new oil filter and a couple of spark plugs, but you don't need a new engine. And the Patriots, to me, are a good example. They pick up a Rodney Harrison or Mike Rabel, who was to me a great example, or even a Blount recently, Keith Evans, when they needed a blocker. They don't go and sign Endomicon Sue. <laughs> you know, for which the fan should be suing the team for doing it. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't work very often.
3: Yeah, everyone on your roster can't make ten million dollars. You need the late round draft picks making the minimum wage to keep your 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 expenses down. That allows you to spend a hundred million dollars on your franchise quarterback.
2: Okay, guys. Well, let's uh let's start by giving the best examples of why you may want to sit out the next high price free agent, like an sue. And it seems to me like every conversation doesn't start with him. It starts with another defensive tackle. It's Albert Hainsworth was a gazillion-dollar bust with Washington after he had that big year with the Titans. And a guy who's up for, uh, I think, Hall of Fame election in the coming year, in 2017. And and then, of course, there's also um, Mary Williams, um, whom the Bills released this week, with two years left on a $100 million deal. So, Goose, where's the lesson there? I mean, you've been talking about it. There seems to be a lesson there.
3: Well, Sue, Williams, Haynesworth all signed $100 million contracts, and those teams didn't get a $100 million defender for their money the Dolphins certainly were not one player away but they acted like it when they signed Sue the Reds right. signing Hainsworth the Dolphins it, it smacked of desperate teams taking desperate steps you know free agency is best used as a patch for a roster not a fix of a roster and I guess the moral of the story is stop giving hundred million dollar contracts to free agent defensive alignment
2: so Goose, if we're starting our own Hall of Infamy not Hall of Fame infamy and I guess we are who are your first inductees
3: Mike Wallace. Dolphins gave him a five-year, $60 million deal, including $30 million of it guaranteed to leave Pittsburgh, where he was the number two receiver. It was the largest contract signed by a free agent that offseason. That was, for 2013. He failed to catch 1,000 yards and passes in either of his two seasons with Miami before they dumped him, trading to Minnesota just to get him off the roster. He, he neither le- played to the level of the money nor the duration of the contract. And I bet the Dolphins would have liked to have had a mulligan on that one.
2: How about you, Ron?
4: Wow. I thought he was talking about 60 minutes. So say wait.
3: Yeah, me
2: too. Yeah. It I loved Mike Wallace. He was worth yeah. that money. <laughs> uh, you know, one guy that comes to mind for
4: me is uh, Javon Walker uh, with uh, the Raiders in 2008. Six mm-hmm. years, $55 million, $16 million guaranteed. He caught 15 passes and, and collected $21 million to play in 11 games. Stupido. Can you say El Stupido?
2: I can. El <laughs> Stupido. And that would say to Washington, El Stupido. Remember they had Adam Archuleta, Dana Stubblefield. And also your Raiders, Ron, as you mentioned, Larry Brown was one guy. Desmond Howard's oh, yeah. another. Um, anyway, well, as I said, that's not to say that free agency is a waste of time. I just think it's overrated. But you can hit on some of these guys if you know what you're looking for. So, Goose, now that we're starting a Hall of Fame, too, for UFAs, Who goes in for you?
3: Drum roll, please. Drew Brees. He was damaged goods when he left the Chargers. Dolphins could have signed him, passed on him. The Saints stepped out, took a chance, signed him to a six-year, $60 million contract. Yep, same as Mike Wallace, uh, with far less guaranteed money. There have been eight 5,000-yard passing season in NFL history, and Brees has four of them with the Saints. He won a Super Bowl for the Saints. He's been a league MVP. That, my friends, is getting bang for
4: your buck in free agency. That's that's a good one, obviously. Uh, you know, I mentioned Vrabel. But I'm going to roll back the time machine a little bit to 1995. Bryce pop. was the Buffalo becomes Defensive Player of the Year. Nice. Not too many guys have done that. I uh, like that. Know, so whatever they paid him, they paid him not enough. Clark, yeah. I'm surprised I'm
3: Ron surprised didn't say Marcus Allen to the Chiefs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can mention guys like Kurt Warner, too. Curtis Martin, Priest Holmes, Rich Gannon. Yeah. Those are those are guys. Hey, hey, a lot uh, of good ones. Yeah, let's forward uh, fast forward to this month.
4: You Goose. know, before you forget, before you go on, because this just hit me, I'll give you one other one. I'm fast-forwarding
2: to this month, Ross. Simeon Rice. Simeon Rice. <laughs> oh, yeah. double digits, yeah. double-div,
4: uh... Double, div- uh, uh, double digits, sa- yeah, d- 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 Digit, <laughs> sacks and Tampa. He sacked um, me a couple of times while I talk like this.
2: Hey, uh, uh, Goose, you're the Jacksonville Jags, and my apologies and condolences to you, but if you, you've got a lot of cat room, in fact, you have more cap room than empty seats at home, uh, who are the free agents you're going to target?
3: Well, first off, I'm going to be cautious. The Jaguars are not one player away, so I'm not going to go into the market with outrageous signings. You know, they need defensive help. Uh, I'd look perhaps for a veteran safety like a Eric Weddle or an Eric Berry, maybe a big corner like Sean Smith or Casey Hayward. You know, when you start contending for a playoff spot two or three years down the road, whatever free agent you signed likely is not going to be on the roster. I'm just looking for a guy who I can help patch what has been a very bad
2: defense. Okay, Ron, quick now, if you're a middle-of-the-road cap team like this, the Patriots, who are you looking at?
4: A few guys. Uh, Russell Okung, the, ta- the tackle from Seattle. Evan Mathis, the guard from uh, from Denver. Tom Bahali, you could probably get cheap for a couple years. And uh, Matt Forte, the running back from Chicago, could all help. Okay, them.
2: Okay. Well, we're looking at sponsors, so we got a break. We could be spending hours talking about free agency, but hours we don't have. Marvin Harrison, however, yeah, we do have him here for a rare and unfiltered interview. It's coming up after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
11: The kitchen, that's home. I don't know that's like my grandma cooked, my mom cooked. I cook chocolate bread pudding and souffles and banana bread. I make a lot of banana bread because the baby likes bananas. So we always have bananas in the house.
8: <laughs> home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
5: I just feel like something's missing.
8: I know. What we had was so
1: big.
5: And warm. And bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun.
1: No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Check Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
14: When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. Welcome
11: to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal?
12: How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two-for-five dollars.
7: Extra-long, but still two-for-five.
12: Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect.
13: So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price and participation dairy. Now,
0: back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge.
2: Well, as you should know by now, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Proactive, where for just 19 you can get Proactive plus a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. That's not the best part, however. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. And our first guest we're privileged to have, he ranks third in NFL history in catches, fifth in receiving touchdowns, seventh in receiving yards, and now, now he's headed to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Marvin Harrison, was voted into the class of 2016 in his third year of eligibility. Marvin was an all-decade selection for the 2000s and set an NFL record with his 143 catches in a single season in 2002, a record that has held up now for 13 seasons. Marvin, first of all, congratulations on your choice for the Hall, and secondly, thanks for joining us. Oh, uh, Thank you very much, and it's a pleasure. Marvin, you had
3: the stats, Pro Bowls, the All-Decade acclaim, championship ring. You checked all the boxes. Were you wondering these last few years what the holdup for your enshrinement was? Uh,
15: no, I didn't. I wasn't wondering after the first year I didn't get in. Um, you know, I was a little blindsided by it, but I just said, you know, hey, it just, I guess it wasn't my time. And then the following year, which was last year. Uh, I was myself for Tim Brown, so I said, you know, I was, in my mind, I was hoping that Tim Brown gets in. You know, I've I watched Tim <laughs> Brown all my career and had the chance to play with him alongside him at the Pro Bowls, and I was, you know, just hoping that he would get in, and he did. So it, it kind of worked out well in that way.
4: You know, it's a funny thing. Uh, uh, Rick and I sit on the senior committee, so we see a lot of guys that wait a long time and wait a lot longer than they should. In the case of receivers, Art Malk and Andre Reid waited eight years. Tim Brown, you just mentioned, of course, and Chris Carter were six years. At any time during this three-year period, did you wonder what does it take for a wide receiver to get into the Hall of Fame, or were you starting to sort of figure out the the order of things?
15: No, it's, it's, it's nothing that I could figure out myself. And um, like I said, after the first year, I wasn't I wasn't worried about it anymore. You know, the first year, you, you don't know what to expect, and you know everyone says you're a Hall of Famer. So when you didn't get in the first year, I just I, I just sort of just left it alone, and I just said whatever happens happens, and I, I didn't. You know, just left the excitement alone, and everything takes its
2: course. We're speaking with the newest member of the hall, a class of 2016 member, Marvin Harrison. And Marvin, um, ending your third year of eligibility for Canton, you were joined in the finals, as you know, for that class by another elite receiver, and that's Terrell Owens, a former 49er, Eagle, uh, you name it, Dallas Cowboy. Question, how concerned were you that the two of you could split the vote much like Brown and Andre Reid and Chris Carter had in past years, but could split the vote and keep each other out.
15: Uh, I wasn't concerned at all. Uh, I'm not concerned about, you know, T.O. and not one bit. You know, I, you know, I was concerned about myself. So I wasn't worried about splitting the vote with anyone. Uh, and that was it. You know, the person that was supposed to get in got in, and that was me. If he didn't get in, that's his problem. He's, about all other <laughs> he's been doing that's on him but I'm in my jacket is gold I don't look in the rearview mirror for nobody so he can get his ass in whenever he gets in he, gets in. he get in too to to to
2: to to hey, he he bad hey, hey, ma- a ma- Marvin a follow up question on that now that you're in you're a member of the hall nobody can take that away from you should Terrell Owens be in the hall
15: I'm not worried about it. nobody in my rearview mirror I'm only worried about the gold jacket and I have a gold jacket I'm not worried about gold jackets behind me okay it's up to me Isaac Bruce Reggie Wayne Uh, I can go. uh, Moss, Randy Moss, can all get in. They all get a lot of class with them. If they didn't get in, the same time I got in, they'd had a better approach about it, as opposed to this guy. And I'm not worried about nobody else but me. My jacket is gold. I don't look in the rearview mirror.
3: Marvin, (laughs) line forms his back, right? (laughs) Right,
10: exactly.
3: Marvin, you you led the league in receiving twice, including that 143 catch season in 2002. Now the football is in the, in the air so much more in today's game than it was then. Are you surprised that 13 years later that record still stands?
15: Uh, yeah, it's kind of surprising. Well, um, not actually not surprising. I mean, when it happened, you know, Tom Moore was like, "This record, this record's going to stay here for a long time." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And, You know, <laughs> and to, to, for it to still be there, you know, that's a lot of catches. But even with the like you said today's game, everyone's throwing the ball, you know, a gazillion times. So. And I'm surprised that it's still there, and uh, I guess someday it'll probably be broken.
4: You spent your entire career, obviously, with one team, uh, the Colts, and what you had uh, with Peyton Manning was really special. Is it difficult for you to watch uh, Manning now finishing his career with the Broncos, clearly not physically the guy that he, he was? Is it hard for you to sort of watch him play and struggle when when you knew him, you know, when, when the two of you were at the height of the game?
15: Uh, well, I don't really watch – I didn't really watch as many uh, Denver games as it was. Um but from my perspective, I was fortunate and happy that I was played with one team and um I probably could have came back and played a year or two with someone else, but I decided that you know i, I was dedicated to Indianapolis, and that's where I wanted to end my career, and I was more than happy to walk away at that time Peyton you know he's, he does his own thing you know he's a guy that loves football, he loves the game you know he just he just lives this is what he lives for so him to continue and the way things happened at Indianapolis, it happened the best for Indianapolis, and it happened to the best for him. So that now that he's you know played with Denver, you know, like I say, this is what he wants to do. He wants to continue to play football. Marvin, how
3: much fun was it playing with Manning when you were both at the height of your careers?
15: Uh, I wouldn't say fun. You know, it wasn't fun. We were. It was work and determination. You know, even if you know we won a game, you know, we had he had four hundred yards passing, I had hundred and fifty yards receiving. You know, that was fun, but at the end of the day, we always look forward to next week. You know, we had a we had a hunger about ourselves that, you know, we sort of saved the fun for a, the aftermath, and right now, the fun for me is, you know, being selected into the Hall of Fame in 2016. Now the fun can begin, so while I was playing, it was all work.
2: Hey, Marvin, you said he lives for this game, and he does. Would you be shocked if he didn't retire?
15: Uh, no, I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't, no. I, I would, you know, expect him to keep playing. This is my opinion. I would expect him to keep playing, but... If he does retire, I would be shocked. So,
2: oh, you would? Whoa,
15: yeah, I, okay. would. I mean, I, he just loves it. But I mean, everyone has a you know different opinion, a way to go about every year. So if his body says it's time to stop, I'm sure that he'll do the right thing for his health.
4: Was it hard for you to retire, uh, uh, Marvin? Or, or it sounds like that you you know you had sort of different grasp in, on the game and maybe understanding of uh, you know how things go. Was it hard for you when the time came to tell yourself, well, that's it? No,
15: absolutely not. I was more than thrilled to retire. I was like, <laughs> "This is this is it. I'm fine with it." Uh, and ironically enough, when Coach Dungey announced that he was retiring, it was about three weeks later. But when he said it, I was like, "Man, you know what am I going to do without Coach Dungey?" This is that's what I said to myself. And then three weeks later, I was presented, you know, with leaving Indianapolis and should I continue to play? And I was, everything just fell in place for me. At one team, Coach Dungey's leaving it was just perfect for me. I, I was more than happy to get home and go to practice with my my two sons and just be a part of their life and everyday activities. So that was, that was perfect
2: for me. We're speaking with Marvin Harrison, who's a member of the Hall of Fame's class of 2016. And Marvin, you caught over 1,100 passes in your career. Is there one catch for you that stands out? I mean, one catch you'd like to see... Up there on the jumbotron when they introduced you as a Hall of Famer. Uh, no,
15: there's not one catch, but uh, you know, whatever it is, I, I, I'm sure I look forward to, to seeing it. But uh, there wasn't one. If you got 1,100, I'm some, I probably I can't even remember, but um, <laughs> I'm sure there, uh, it'll be a good one.
3: You, know, you 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 sound like you talk pretty fondly of uh, Tony Dungy. Uh, how much? What what did he do to enhance your career?
15: Um, he let me be me, so that was the, the key to any coach, or you know, you, you don't want to. A coach or a receiver coach to come in and change the way, the style of player that you are. When Coach Dungeon came, he came in and continued to let me, you know, be the receiver that I have grown to be. And he uh, just surrounded, me, you know, not only myself but the entire team with a good defense. And you know, he, he told us what it was about to be a team. So defense and offense, we're going to, you know, we're going to together. We can win a championship, and, that, and that's what uh, that's what came about.
3: I mean, Do you find it ironic that you guys are going to share the stage this August?
15: Uh, yeah, I do, I do find it ironic. Like I said, when we retired together in '07, uh, you know, I was, you know, when he left, I was just more than happy to leave with him. And then here it is, you know, now we're, you know, we're going and getting his together. So I think it's a big deal, and it's, it's a definitely a big credit to the city of Indianapolis that we get to get to uh, Indianapolis Colts. within at the same
2: time. Hey Marvin, it was a big deal talking to you. We want to thank you for the time and congratulations on your induction into the Hall of Fame
15: tremendously thank you
2: a lot (laughs) thanks Marvin that was Indianapolis great Marvin Harrison up next we'll be talking USFL which took on the NFL in court 30 years ago this spring you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com if your computer runs slowly and whose computer doesn't just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis and within minutes you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC that's MyCleanPC.com I've always had the dream my whole life I wanted to live on waterfront
0: property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be.
8: Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
5: I just feel like something's missing.
8: I know. What we had was so big.
5: And warm and bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun.
1: No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Check Sunday's newspaper for a coupon. QL1,
9: this is control. Does Rocket Mortgage require me to come in and speak with someone? Negative control. With Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, you can go through the entire mortgage process on your own and completely online. Copy that, QL1. But if I wanted to speak to someone, do you think they're out there? They're out there, all right. Their award-winning client service is beyond anything I've ever experienced. Three, two, one. Rocket Mortgage at QuicketLoans.com. Push button. Mm. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS ConsumerAccess.org number 3030. Welcome to
12: Burger King. Hey,
11: I'm legit hungry. What you guys got on this, um, two for five deal?
12: How about Burger King's new extra long fish sandwich? Tender flaky fish with a light crispy breading. Just two for five dollars.
7: Extra long, but still two for five.
12: Yep. Or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two for five dollar deal. That's perfect.
13: So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra long fish sandwich, now part of the two for five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary.
0: Now back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host Clark
2: Judge.
12: They are who we thought they were. <laughs>
2: Talk of Fame Network brought to you by Proactive, where for just $19.95 you can get proactive, plus a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944, and that's Proactive. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com. For what kind of diagnosis run? Huh? 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 Free. There you go. And within a minute, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing that computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. You know, guys, it was 30 years ago this spring. I know you remember it because we were all working beats then that the USFL sued the NFL charging. It was a monopoly. And while you may not remember that league or people out there may not remember we do, uh, people should. Because it gave us Hall of Famers like Reggie White, Jim Kelly, Steve Young. Gary Zimmerman, not to mention uh, guys like Sam Mills, who was a uh, Hall of Fame semifinalist this year, Herschel Walker, and friend of the show, Doug Flutie.
3: You know, Clark, if the USFL had stayed a spring league, I think it would probably still be going, and I think it'd be flourishing. You know, the USFL had the deep pockets and the presence to attract some of College football's elite players, and I think they would have continued to cherry-pick some of the top names. And I think Tim Tebow would be playing in the USFL right now if the league was still going. You know, the NFL Europe, I believe, was an attempt by the NFL to give the public spring football and keep other leagues away after the USFL experience. Yeah, but they were trying to survive without big names with a mediocre product. The USFL, by comparison, was a superior product. Like you said, Steve Young, Reggie White, Jim Kelly, they proved they could compete in the spring, summer, or fall.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Goose, on the spring idea, and so does Bill Polian, Hall of Famer in front of the show. Uh, he talked to us about it uh, earlier yeah. this year, and he agrees too. But anyway, it didn't uh, stay the spring league, wanted to go to the fall, and of course it, it sued the NFL. The trial lasted 42 days, and, and while the jury technically found in favor of the UFSL, USFL, um, its reward was $1, which tripled. Ron comes to... Three big bucks. There you go. That's why you were a math major under antitrust yes, law. And sir. that broke the USFL, but uh, too bad because had an abundance of talent, Goose. I agree with you. It was it was terrific to watch. And in the Philadelphia Stars, who were coached by Jim Moore, who, they had one of the best teams out there. In fact, you know, we had more on here within, I think it was the last year or so, but we asked him about that club and Goose. You asked him how much fun it was uh, when we talked to him on the show. And, and this is how we remembered it.
3: How much fun was it? Coaching in the USFL.
2: I tell you, it was probably well. I'm not gonna say it's the most fun I ever had because it, it wasn't, but it, it was right up there. You know, I really had a lot of fun because you know because we won. I mean, winning is is fun. We had the best team. We had the best players. I had a good staff. We had good organization, and we won. We won most of the time. You know, and when you win, it's fun.
4: You know, I'd love to know, guys, what the most fun was he ever did had, and who was with. Uh, the first. <laughs> <laughs> First thing across my mind when Morris said that, you know, but you're right. I mean, that was a fun league. They had the Boston Breakers here, you know, and it was fun. You know, they were they were all scrambling, trying to make a living, trying to make the way in pro football. You know, everybody was open. I mean, you could go in there, take a few snaps at center if you wanted. I mean, it was it was terrific. I covered
3: the first usFL title game in Denver. Uh, Michigan Panthers and Philadelphia Stars. Panthers had Bobby A. Bear and Anthony Carter. The Stars had. Um, of course, Sam Mills and Kelvin Bryant, Chuck Fistina, a Terrific, terrific football game. You know, I, that you could have put that game on a Sunday afternoon in the fall, and you'd think it was the NFL.
2: Well, it wasn't the NFL because it was a fun league. Not the non-fun league or no fun league, but right. hey, listeners out there um, might remember I talked about that lawsuit. There was a familiar name involved in that litigation. It was New Jersey General's owner Donald Trump, a guy who, along with Chicago's Eddie Einhorn, convinced league owners to switch from a spring to a fall schedule, bad idea to force a merger with the NFL, and ultimately, which killed the product.
3: Yeah, we had Nate Newton on our show here, former USFL player, and huh, he's still none too happy with Donald Trump over that uh, debacle.
16: All I'm gonna say is, if y'all vote Donald Trump for president, then the world is wrecked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he flushed. He flushed the
4: league. <laughs> You know, what's interesting to me is the guy you know credited by his partners with destroying the USFL, you know, he's now trying to take over the country, you know, and of course the knock on Trump was that he, he broke the basic funda- foundation of the USFL, which was controlled salaries and a, sp- and a spring league, and he wanted to spend a lot of money, and he did, and he brought in some some good players, Doug Flutie and Herschel Walker and all that, uh, and then, of course, they went to the fall and, and went bust, uh, which I think a couple of his other businesses have gone bust, so I see a trend. <laughs> As does Nate. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> well, that's a signal that our first hour is almost, well, like the USFL, out of business. So we're on to the two-minute drill with Rick asking this week's questions and Derek Burns, our producer, running the clock. So, guys, let's get started.
3: The Tennessee Titans are on the clock with the first pick of the 2016 draft. Who do they take?
2: Well, someone to keep Marcus Mariota from turning into David Carr, which means Ole Miss tackle Laramie Tunsell.
4: Yeah, no question about it, unless they want to go on defense to take uh, – Joey Bosa from Ohio State, but that would be nuts. Protect the quarterback. You're on the
3: clock, looking for a running back: Ezekiel Elliott or Derrick Henry, and why?
2: Elliott, like the man says, he's a guy who can play three downs. Elliott, because Alabama
4: running backs don't have much tread left, goose, after they get uh, Nick Staben gets done with them. Yes, sir.
3: Joey Bosa, Joey Heatherton, are you NBA's Joey Crawford? What is
4: this a trick
2: question? Joey Heatherton, best legs in any draft.
4: Exactly right. And if you have to ask why, Goose, I would tell you what Mr. T said. I pity the fool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I reckon 107 underclassmen applied for the 2016 NFL draft and 18 of them weren't even invited to the Combine. Bad advice or bad players?
2: Bad mail service. Bad to the bone.
3: <laughs> Neither of you guys attended the Combine. What did you miss most about not spending a week of your life in
4: Indianapolis?
2: The flight out of town. Oh, that's easy, Goose. The free
4: blueberries on the concierge level at JW Marriott. (laughs) Love those blueberries.
3: (laughs) Should the NFL restore the first-round pick New England forfeited over Deflategate?
2: Absolutely. I don't care if Bob Kraft copped to the crime. The DNA is in, and his fingerprints aren't on it.
4: Too late, bro. You copped the plea. You live with it. (laughs) Who would be the better NFL coach, Nick Saban or Urban Meyer.
2: Meyer. I trust urban athletes more than Saban metrics. Neither.
4: One went AWOL and one went nuts. I'd say David Shaw of Stanford.
3: <laughs> Tom Brady signed a tier extension with the Patriots this week. He's 39 this season. Will this be his final contract? Uh,
2: I'm not sure. He says he's going to outlast Borges, and Ron says he won't retire until he gets into the Hall of Fame.
4: <laughs> I would say nope. He's going to become the Methuselah of the NFL. Franchise tag for quarterback is now
3: 19.9 million. Which free-agent quarterback eventually signed a deal closest to that figure?
4: Sam Bradford, Kirk Cousins, or Brock Osweiler?
2: Kirk Cousins, because well, because he just got tagged.
4: I would say uh, Brock Osweiler, because Von Miller got tagged.
3: <laughs> Defensive ends have a franchise tag of 15.7 million. Tight ends 7.7. Kickers 4.5. What's the franchise tag for a talk of
4: fame network host?
2: It's not a franchise tag, goose. It's a toe tag.
4: (laughs) For me, that's easy. 500 escudos, the great Portuguese money before they took over by the Euros. 500 escudos.
2: (laughs) Well, we're going to escudo out of here. That's the end of our first hour. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. When we return, we'll sit down with the Raiders, Latavius Murray, NFLPA President Eric Winston, Hall of Fame voter, Mary Kay Cabot. Welcome to Burger King. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
11: What did got on this um two for five
12: deal how about burger king's new extra long fish sandwich tender flaky fish with a light crispy breading just two for five dollars
11: extra long but still two for five
12: yep or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches uh, like our new extra long buttery cheeseburger it's all part of burger king's two for five dollar deal that's perfect so perfect i'm doing a dance back here
13: the new extra long fish sandwich now part of the two for five dollar deal only at burger king limited time only price dairy.
14: when you're running your own business you're bound to be busy too busy, too busy worrying about your budget, too busy scheduling appointments, too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com.
7: I moved to Boston When I was two, there was 14 of us in in a four-bedroom apartment in the projects in Boston. To be the first, actually, kid to buy a house in my family, I just realized that. I'm the first kid to buy a house. It's a very proud moment.
8: Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
6: Hi, Tom Bodette, trying to understand this whole dating app thing. You're supposed to swipe right for the profiles you're into and left for the ones you're not. So if I'm attracted to a clean, comfortable room for the lowest price of any national chain at Motel 6, I'd swipe right, right? Or was it left? Wait, I just sent myself a picture of myself. 6'3"? Yeah, right. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com.
0: Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge.
2: Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by Proactive. For just 19 you can get Proactive, plus a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. That, however, is not the best part because you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call one 800 644 that's one 800 5944 Welcome back to our number two of the Talk of Fame Network. Over the next 60 minutes, we'll be speaking to one of the best players not invited to the NFL Combine. That's Oakland running back Latavius Murray, as well as Cleveland's Hall of Fame voter, Mary Kay Cabot. But first, we have with us one of the most powerful figures in professional football. I'm talking about Eric Winston. Not only is he a 6'7", 300-plus pound offensive tackle, he's president of the NFL Players Association. Now, Eric was an outspoken critic leaks lockout strategy in 2011 and a negotiator of the 10-year labor peace agreement yet despite that agreement the union and nfl management sometimes can be at odds with last week's ruling that owners hit over 100 million dollars in shareable income from players in violation of the cba the latest example a judgment by the way that's been called quote a slam dunk defeat unquote for commissioner roger goodell and the nfl Eric, thanks for joining us. Thanks
17: for having me. This is quite the all-star cast you got assembled here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: when when you're in it is, that's for
4: sure. Uh, you know, I was, re- I was reading that decision on the $100 million and I saw that uh, Steve Burbank, the arbitrator, said that uh, he found that uh, owners had, quote, mischaracterized, unquote, roughly $120 million in ticket revenue over the past three years. What I'm wondering is, not being a guy who's got 120 million, how do you mischaracterize 120 million dollars in income? It sort of sounds like an <laughs> yeah, idea. and
17: uh, and and most of us don't call it mischaracterizing it. Right?
4: <laughs> no, uh, they call it thievery. <laughs> yeah,
17: yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it, obviously we sometimes we do have a complex system in certain areas. Obviously, there are certain areas where in which you know there's uh, there's credits for building stadiums, there's credits for this and. And, but at the same time i think uh Stephen burbank said it correctly he said listen while the deal might be complicated this issue isn't and it's very rare that a uh at an arbitrator rules directly from the bench right after he's heard the argument so that tells you a little that wasn't something that he pondered on for months and months and then finally made a decision he ruled immediately he knew exactly what the situation was and he knew exactly what the league did and And we had been saying that to the league and, uh, you know, listen, that's, that's the problem I think at this point now is that whether you look at personal conduct, whether you look at uh, this situation and other situations, unfortunately the league's taken this uh, stance that, well, you know, if it's not going to really hurt us at the end of the day, then we'll just try to do it anyway and maybe we won't get caught. And that's unfortunate. And that, and at the end of the day, that really makes it hard to have a constructive relationship. And that's, that's the tough part about it because there are things we need to solve and that those kind of things make it harder to solve those things.
3: Eric, was this shocking to you at all? Or have you gotten to the to point where you kind of expect these things to happen?
17: <laughs> uh, it, it, that was, it still was, you know, I'm always like, there's nothing they can do now at this point that's going to catch me off guard. And then I see then I'm, I'm briefed in on uh, 120 20 million. I'm refined it. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. So it, this is, it's frustrating. More than anything, it's frustrating. I think we've wanted to have a constructive relationship with them. Obviously, there's always going to be friction between management and labor. I mean, that's just the way it is. And we're going to have disagreements, and those disagreements are fine. And, and we can we can work those out, but it's very, very hard to work those out when you're constantly looking over your back. You're making sure every eye is crossed, every, every word and every sentence has to be has to be looked at because you're worried about these situations now, and that's and that it shouldn't be that way.
2: We're speaking with NFLPA President Eric Winston, and Eric, I heard you say there are things that we need to solve. What's priority number one for the NFLPA?
17: I don't know if there's a priority list in, in a sense, but obviously you look at this personal conduct issue and the and the policy and and the way it's been implemented and how just how bad I think it really is, and I think people are dealing with it now. Obviously Brady's appeal is coming up. I think it's today. And we're coming up, you know, shortly here, and and I know people are getting our people are getting ready for that. That's, I mean, obviously, you you pointed that. That is something that I think has affected competitive balance, and people don't really talk about. It. I think it's an affected. It's the arbitrary nature of the decisions have affected competitive balance around the league. But I think that on the on a the whole, they've just been unfair, and they've been they've been uh, handed down unfair. And I think there's all the other sports have gotten to a place where there is uh, it, there's. There's no, there's nothing like that. There's, yeah, there's a clear system. There's a fair system, and everybody knows exactly what what the situation is. And, and I'm hoping, I'm hopeful we can get to that that point at some point. But right now we we're not there, and it just it leads to more and more of uh, of my guys' uh, criticisms of the league and and problems with the league.
4: Now my understanding is this this uh, uh, mischaracterization of 120 million. <laughs> that's such a funny word. Is going to add about 50 million to the. Uh, cap and I, and I think uh, that the cap has really uh, grown since the last well, CBA. About, yeah, it's
17: gonna, yeah, it's gonna add about a million or two. Is that a million two per team, right? Yeah, yeah, per team. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. E- Divided by 30. I got right. Okay. So I mean,
4: so so all you know, there was a lot of knock when the original deal was made that the owners won and that she got hammered. Uh, but the cap has gone up. Uh, I think 33 million dollars or something like that in the last couple of years. So I mean, how do you yeah, look it's at? Gone up
17: significantly. Yeah.
4: yeah, how do you look at that growth? I mean, and was it more of a win than people thought?
17: Well, you know, I don't want to get into the, you know, the one thing is, is and, and I think it's because we're in a culture where we have a, a scoreboard and everything is win or loss and this and that, and I think when people get into business deals, they understand, and, and I've certainly had to come to this, that you're not going to get everything you want, and you know, and, and the other side's not going to get everything you want, and that's when a deal happens, right? So, there, are, there's, of course, there's parts of the deal that I've said, you know, we, we got to do better on that next time. But there's also parts of the deal that we're, we're happy about and we think are, are very good parts. But the one thing I know about this deal and where the cab is going is, is where it's doing what we said it was going to do. Uh, I mean, I think there's, I, of course I would want 99% of the revenue. Is that, <laughs> is, that uh, is that possible? Probably not. But uh, I, you know, that's, you know, of course, I, I want the maximum amount of percentage of revenue as we can. But we also knew that getting into a, a this deal was, we structured it in a way where that it was a revenue sharing deal, meaning that owner's revenues, the revenues of the league, and our salary cap are positively correlated. They're going to go up together. So there's this thought out there sometimes, like when you hear, oh, so, you know, Jerry Jones made $200 million this year. You know about the players, which, well, you know, if he's making money, then we're making money, and then, and that's what it means to be in a revenue-sharing deal. So when the league revenues go up, our cap goes up, and that's a good thing, and that's the way it should be. Everybody should be incentivized the same way, and it doesn't have to be a a zero-sum situation. So that's the way I look at. I look at it. You know, we told our players three years ago, we think this cap is going to be, you know, one fifty-five, one sixty. Uh, When it's all said and done and we've put in and and you have an increasingly amount of benefits You know people don't want to talk about the benefits because it's not sexy. It's not this we have something like I want to say It's closer. It's getting closer about 18 million dollars per year more in benefits than we did um, at the end of the old GBA. I mean, that's significant. That is a, there's a lot of benefits. We put a lot of money in benefits that help every guy equally throughout the league.
3: Eric, this week we're going to hear the appeal of the union's win in the Brady deflate gate case. Is this case any longer about Tom Brady and deflated footballs, or is it about limits of management power?
17: Um, well, I, you know, I think it was always from our side. We always said that that, that standard can't stand, that, that it can't be... Uh, that standard that that they handed down that it was just, uh, well, you know, he, he might have known, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys that might know a lot of things and that, that can't make them guilty of anything. And, and so that's, that, that was the biggest problem. And, and I think Tom understood that. I knew we understood that. And I think not only did we think it was unfair for Tom and we felt like it wasn't structured in any sort of sound legal argument, nor was it in a fair process in any way, but we also knew that, Hey, for the, for the players down the road, this can't stand either. So uh, I know we fought for it hard. We we understood the stakes, and uh, a federal judge agreed to us. So while we don't have an independent arbitrator, a federal judge is about to be as close to it as possible, and I think he he made a resounding um, decision when he said what he said, and I think we all remember you know, kind of the high points of what that was. And it it comes – again, it comes across uh, as – as we're having to look over our backs and having to make sure that this business relationship isn't being taken advantage of, and it's unfortunate.
2: Eric, i will going to make this quick. We have about 30 seconds. The thing I don't understand is, why is the NFL continuing to spend millions on this case when it has little merit and it couldn't even win it on process?
17: That's a, that's a great question, and I uh, hope you have someone on from the league because <laughs> okay. i'd love to know as well um, okay you know i listen sometimes they just uh you know but i've seen it in a lot of different ways and they do this in a lot of different ways and i you know I, I i've got a lot of opinions on theories of why they're doing it but it's probably a lot longer than 30 seconds and <laughs> uh you know probably shouldn't necessarily share them out. but it, it is what it is and we've got a we've got a we've got to maintain the integrity of our CBA, and and we got to fight for our players' rights, and we'll continue to do that.
2: Hey, Eric, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. All right, yeah. guys,
4: thanks
17: for having
2: me. Thanks, you. Eric. Appreciate, appreciate you it. You got it. That was NFLPA President Eric Winston. Up next, Hall of Fame voter Mary Kate Cabot from Cleveland with the latest on oh, you know who. This is the Talk of Fame Network.
8: There are seventy-five guys in my firehouse. We do five thousand runs a year. The loud noises of the bells, the sirens, and you come home and you have a dog barking there. You have your wife yelling at the kids for not putting dishes in the sink or whatever, that's okay, it's all good. I leave the craziness at work, and when I'm at home, I really enjoy having that madness in a different way. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
5: I just feel like something's missing.
8: I know. What we had was so
1: big.
5: And warm. And bright. And yellow. Oh, I really miss the sun.
1: No sun? No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Check Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
11: Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal?
12: How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two-for-five dollars.
7: Extra-long, but still two-for-five.
12: Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal.
7: That's perfect.
12: So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here.
13: The new extra-long fish sandwich, now
14: part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time, only price and participation dairy. When you're running your own business, you are bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. Hi, Tom Baudet.
6: somewhat in knots over this trendy new hairstyle called a man bun. I mean, what's next, the he-hive? Well, Motel 6 recently got a new updo of sorts, too, with renovations nationwide. And even with our fresh modern look, you'll still find rooms at the lowest price of any national chain. So you can save up enough money to get yourself a haircut or maybe a hat. I'm Tom Baudet, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at Motel6.com.
10: Do you freak out every time you break out? Try ProActive. There's a huge reason ProActive is the number one acne treatment. It totally works. For just $19.95, you'll get ProActive and a rotating deep cleansing brush, a $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Now,
2: back to the Talk of Fame Network. The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Proactive, where for just $19.95, you can get Proactive Plus Rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But that's not the best part. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Just call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're calling all right. We're calling our next guest who's no stranger to this show. Yes, she was the star of our three days of programming at Super Bowl 50. And for good reason. Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Deal and Cleveland.com. Not only is a Hall of Fame voter, she knows what she is talking about. Mary Kay, what we talked about then, we're going to start with now, hopefully for the last time with you. But guess what, Johnny Manziel is back in the news with yet another video. I asked Ron earlier how this story is going to end, and I think how we, we know how it's going to end in Cleveland. But where do you think this guy is going to be in five years?
18: Well, it all depends on if he can get a handle on the apparent, you know, substance issues. I mean, even now when he has everything at stake, you know, he's in trouble with the law, uh, he, the whole NFL is watching him to see what he's doing. And even uh, in the face of all of this, he's still going out and and putting that bottle up to his lips and letting people photograph him like that. So right now, I'm going to say five years, he will be out of the NFL unless he turns around the drinking thing.
3: Mary Kay, are you getting as tired of Johnny Menzel as I am?
18: <laughs> yes, I really am. I, uh, I, I am definitely ready to be done because, uh, you know, he, he really is an embarrassment to the organization. Uh, he's an embarrassment to the fans of Cleveland. He's a black mark uh, now on this town. And, you know, it's really difficult to, to try to cover this situation because, I mean, you just can't take your eyes off the ball because at any given moment, uh, there's a new Johnny Mandel story.
3: just want to think, who who's responsible for that pick? Was that an owner pick? Was that the GM pick? How, how did he end up going there in the at the back of the first round?
18: You know, nobody will really own up to it. I, you know, I think it was a combination. I think mean, Ray Farmer says that he made the pick, but, you know, he really did want to draft at one point Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I don't know if he will ever uh, admit that, but, you know, it, it was brought to my attention, uh, you know, on pretty good authority that... You know, at a certain point, he was he was all about Teddy Bridgewater, and then he switched allegiance and went over to Johnny Manziel. The conventional wisdom is that uh, that is what Jimmy Haslam wanted, and that you know they just kind of went along with it. So uh, that that's kind of the the story that I uh, you know feel is about as close as we're going to get to accurate.
3: But if you'd gotten Bridgewater, uh, that would have changed the whole face of the franchise.
18: Absolutely, and you know, and they had done a study, they did an analytics study, and and the answer came back Teddy and. Uh, they had the opportunity, obviously, to draft him, and uh, you know, as we all know, you know what happened on that day. Uh, they went with Johnny Manziel instead, and it was a—it was quite a shocker, really. As he kept falling down the board, you know, I kept thinking, hey, please do not do this, do not do this. And lo and behold, there he is at number 22. The magic number for the Browns at quarterback. I mean, they just keep following them through here at number 22.
4: <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm going to change the topic a little bit uh, because I'm tired of Johnny Manziel myself. I actually feel sorry for him. I think he's, uh, you know, he's obviously an alcoholic. And uh, as you pointed out earlier, you know, you wouldn't put all these things at risk. If you had any control at all. So let's go to uh, a, a guy who I'm confused about, as I'm often confused about most things, and that's Hugh Jackson. You know, I, I never quite got this sort of hot commodity, Hugh Jackson. I, you know, he was five years as of, uh, offensive coordinator for, with four teams. Uh, they were never, uh, only once, better than 15th in the league in offense. Uh, he was eight and eight with the Raiders, and you know, lost a job in a year because he tried to, you know, become Al Davis when he wasn't Al Davis. Why is this guy a hot commodity, and why should the people of Cleveland believe that Hugh Jackson's got the answers to their problems?
18: Well, you know, he, he gained, uh, you know, he really, you know, rebuilt his reputation as, you know, an offensive, uh, you know, just genius, really, while he was down in Cincinnati. And uh, the things that he was able to do last year and help Andy Dalton get things turned around and, uh, you know, the creative play calling and, and the way that offense was operating, uh, you know, that was one thing. Uh, The other thing is, I think a lot of people uh, feel that he didn't really get uh, a fair shake uh, with the Raiders because of, you know, Al Davis died that year. And, and, you know, it's difficult to overcome some of those things. And he had a lot on his plate. I think the Browns like the fact that he uh, has that year under his belt. He's made those rookie mistakes. And boy, I've seen plenty of coaches come through here, Um, (laughs) you know, like 15 or so just in the last three years, I feel like. (laughs) Um, but I've seen plenty of rookie coaches come through here and make a lot of those first year mistakes that you make with how you're going to handle the quarterback controversy and how you're going to handle the media and all those things. He's got all of that under his belt, but I think first and foremost, he has a way with players. And you know what, again, it is the honeymoon period right now, but it seems that players really, really enjoy playing for him, want to play for him. He's got a great reputation. Uh, for that sort of thing. So I do know I've talked to enough Browns players by now that are really excited about him, and uh, you know, and, and some of them that want to stay here because of him.
2: Plus, Mary Kay, you know that 8-8 eight eight record with the Raiders, for what it's worth. It's the best record they've had since 2002 when they were in the Super Bowl. So uh, anyway, it counts for something, I'd hope. Um, we're speaking with Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer in Cleveland.com. She's also a Hall of Fame voter. And Mary Kay, uh, it's generally assumed your team is going to pick a quarterback with that first pick, unless Tennessee were to trade out of the top spot, which I'm not sure they are going to, the Browns have their choice of anyone out there. So who's their choice?
18: Well, you know what? Right now, I, I'm going to say Carson Wentz. I watched him at the Senior Bowl. Uh, I watched him very closely there. Uh, and then I you know just got back from the Combine, uh, you know, listened to him in his interview, have studied him, have watched, uh, you know, a bunch of highlights of him and, and Jared Goff. And, you know, I've just put the two of those guys together Side by side. And I I keep coming back to Carson Wentz. That's just my gut feeling right now. Uh, Now, does that mean that that there's a general consensus amongst the Browns that that's what they're going to do? I bet there's not right now because uh, I think, you know, Hugh Jackson, who was once an assistant at Cal, has heard phenomenal things about Jared Goff. He's had a lot of people uh, in his ear uh, touting Jared Goff. So I'm guessing that, uh, you know, that he's got Jared on, on the mind right now. But you know, the more you watch of Carson Wentz, the more you talk to people. And I've talked to a number of, of, of high-level uh, personnel executives that really do believe that he is the real deal. I know it's risky coming out of uh, North Dakota State, but you know what? I, I don't know. I, it's just my gut right now, Carson Wentz.
3: Do you think they'd play him that first year? I mean, that's a huge step. I think Phil Phil Sims is the last one to make any kind of step like that. That was in 1979.
18: Well, you know what? I think what... I think he probably would play some in his first year. I think the the prudent thing to do would be to start Josh McCown, who can still win football games if he has Mm -hmm. some talent around him. Uh, I think they should start Josh McCown regardless of of whether or not they think Carson Wentz is ready. I think they should practice some restraint and sit him down for the first four or five games of the season, regardless of of how he looked in training camp. And I would let him watch – I would let him watch Josh McCown uh, play some football while he assimilates uh, the offense and while he, you know, a- absorbs the, uh, the playbook and gets acclimated to pro-life and all of those other things. And then at, after four or five, maybe six games, reevaluate it. And if he seems ready, throw him on in there. He's a very bright young man. I don't think he has had a, had a B in any class uh, since he was like six or something like that. He's a, he's a straight-A student. Uh, he's very, very bright. You know, he probably could handle playing some football in his first year, but not in the first quarter at least.
2: Mary Kay, we're going to have to practice some restraint here and say goodbye <laughs> to you. Unfortunately, we're out of time. But, hey, uh, congratulations on being almost football-free, as in Johnny football, and, and thanks for joining us again. Always a pleasure.
18: Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Mary Kay. Thanks, Mary Kay.
2: That was Hall of Fame voter Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Up next, Oakland running back Latavius Murray. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network
18: i just feel
5: like something's missing
2: i know what we had was so big
5: and warm and bright and yellow oh i really miss the sun
1: no sun no problem centrum the most trusted multivitamins now have more of the vitamin d3 you need get the vitamin d you could be missing this winter with centrum multivitamins now our highest level of d3 ever check sunday's newspaper for a coupon
11: Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two for five deal?
12: How about Burger King's new extra long fish sandwich? Tender flaky fish with a light crispy breading. Just two for five dollars.
7: Extra long, but still two for five. Yep,
12: or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, uh, like our new extra long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two for five dollar deal.
7: That's
11: perfect.
13: So perfect, I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra long fish sandwich, now part of the two for five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price of participation dairy
11: the kitchen. That's home. I know, that's like my grandma cooked, my mom cooked. I cook chocolate bread pudding and soufflés and banana bread. I make a lot of banana bread because the baby likes bananas. So we always have bananas in the house.
8: (laughs) Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
9: QL1, does Rocket Mortgage require me to fill out a bunch of paperwork? Negative control, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that quickly imports your financial data. You can go through the entire mortgage approval process in minutes. That is fast, like rocket fast. It also works on any internet-ready device, so you can get a Rocket Mortgage at any time or place you choose. Over. Three, 2, 1. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS ConsumerAccess.org number
0: 3030. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge.
12: They are who
2: we thought they were. Well, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by My Clean PC. If your computer runs slowly, go to mycleanpc.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download mycleanpc.com software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's mycleanpc.com. Our next guest is the Pro Bowl running back and 1,000-yard rusher for the Oakland Raiders, Latavius Murray. But his path to the top wasn't an easy one. The NFL completed its annual scouting combine last weekend where it invited the top 334 draft prospects to Indianapolis to be timed. Tested, examined, and interviewed. But when Latavius Murray came out of Central Florida in 2013, he was not one of those invited. No problem. He overcame that snub to become a draft pick, the NFL starter, and finally a Pro Bowl running back. Yes, for those Oakland Raiders. And now, of course, he's our guest. Latavius, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.
3: Well, Davis, you rushed for 1,100 yards and 15 touchdowns in your season senior season at Central Florida. How disappointed and surprised were you that you did not get an invite to the combine?
16: Um, I, I was very disappointed, and uh, you yeah, know, I yeah, I think that's just one way. I, but I was very disappointed. But um, I guess I knew it just didn't you know it didn't stop there for me. I just knew, I guess maybe uh my path would just be a little harder. Um. At that point when they invite me, you know, just uh, that knowing that I wouldn't get that kind of recognition that I probably would get if I was able to go uh, that or like a senior bowl or something just to, you know, show scouts.
4: How much of an obstacle do you think it really is for a player to be noticed when he doesn't, you know, have the benefit of the combine, uh, you know, where every team is there and all the scouts and everything uh, are there? What do you have to do uh, in your mind or what did you have to do after that to get these guys to uh, wake up and look at
16: well, uh, I think really it starts with obviously the season you have. Um, you know, so basically the fact that I wasn't invited, um, I think, you know, there's obviously, you know, people that know what kind of season I had or that knew what kind of season I had and uh, what I was able to do. But then um, you, you just really uh, have to, you know, show out come Pro Day because um, that's pretty much, you know, the only test in, the only. Uh, running, you know, really do in front of, you know, a bunch of scouts. That's that's really your day, and that's when you really have to make the most of it. And I was able to do that, and I was fortunate enough to uh, have a great day. I really think that's, uh, you know, how I was able to be picked up.
4: Were you feeling a lot of pressure that day? You know, I mean, you knew what it was. I mean, if you didn't do it that day, it wasn't like you wanted to get another yeah. chance to run.
16: Yeah, with, I mean, without a doubt. It's, you know, I remember lining up uh, to run my 40 because, you know, obviously at least in my position. I know that's what they really wanted to see. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I was and I was shaking uh, just because I know, you know, it, it could either go one way or the other. And So, uh, like I said, I was fortunate enough it went the right way for me, and uh, I ran pretty well.
3: Did you feel pretty good after
4: running that 4-3?
16: <laughs> 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 Without a doubt. Uh, Rick I, I, ran I, a 4-3 four, four,
4: once, with Davis, but he was in his car. <laughs> <laughs>
16: I, I had a. I think I was just talking to some, you know one of the one of the guys that here. I did just got back from uh, from the combine. You know I think it's the it's, it's the best feeling when you can walk uh, you know either away from a combine or from a road day. You would be satisfied with, with what you put out there. I think that's supposed most important? And so I was satisfied and, and and I was happy with you know what what I did on the field.
2: We're speaking with Oakland's Latavius Murray on the Talk of Fame Network, who should be proud and satisfied now And Latavius. I mentioned at the top that you weren't invited to the Combine. Obvious question here. How much was that snub a motivating factor for you? And and how much did it raise? You talked about the pro day. How much did it raise the level of intensity and importance for your pro day? Well, I mean, uh, you know, beginning with,
16: you know, my motivation came with, you know, guys maybe that I've seen that were, you know, invited and, you know, obviously, I'm I, I don't, I don't, I'm going to put myself up there to, uh among the best and say that I am. You know, one of the best, especially coming out my year that year. And so, uh, you know, I was really disappointed. You know, just realizing that some of the guys that did go, you know, I, I felt and I knew I was better than. Them, but uh, and then, you know, like you said, uh, it, pro day was 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 my chance. Was 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 the only chance I had that those guys had prior to me, so I knew I just really had to just leave it all on the field you know, because I know it could come down to uh, that being my last chance to really impress the, you
3: know, those guys. But Davis, you became a six-round pick of the Raiders. That's the same round, by the way, that Tom Brady and Terrell Davis entered the NFL, yet it took you just 12 games to become a starter in the NFL and 31 games to become a Pro Bowler. How does a non-combine guy wind up in the Pro Bowl inside of two seasons?
16: <laughs> I mean... Man, I, I think uh you know, I just continue to work and um you know, I, I've I've uh, been through things in the past that I had to overcome as far as injuries in college and uh, obviously my rookie year and the NFL not getting invited to the combine. I just think there's things like that you can't let uh, determine who you are as a person, as a player and so uh, you know, even when I wasn't uh when I was hurt my rookie year or wasn't starting uh, my, my my second year. I just made sure I, I was getting better as a person. I made sure I stayed in, 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 in it as far as special teams. And when my opportunity came, I made sure I know I had to make the best of it, and I was able to do that.
4: In your rookie season, of course, the Raiders went uh, 3-13, and and then they hired a new coach last year, and you improved to 7-9 and under uh, Jack Del Rio. What impact did you feel uh, Del Rio had uh, on the team this year?
16: I think immediately he changed the culture. Um, you know the culture of the building, the, the attitude, the, um, the whole vibe with the building. I think just changed when he got there immediately. Uh, I think instantly we kind of became a family, uh, and it's really what we 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 have built now. And you know I, I love every man in that room, and uh, so I think we go out there and we play for each other. Uh, coaches, uh, players, you know the organization. I I just think he he was able to change the culture, and when you do that. Uh, you know, especially uh, to a group of guys who maybe didn't have it so well uh, previous seasons before and didn't have that, Um, you know, it makes a world of difference. And I think it obviously showed uh, with the change of record and,
2: you know, just the things we were able to do. Latavius, you talk about uh, changing cultures, and we're talking to Latavius Murray of the Oakland Raiders, but you talk about changing cultures. You may be changing locations sometime soon. Uh, I'm just wondering how unsettling is it for you or a player not to know the future of your franchise. I mean, the Raiders are in Oakland this season, but they could be in L.A. or San Antonio, or I guess Las Vegas. I don't think so, but you could be somewhere else next. I
16: mean, well, I think um, back, to, you know, back to Coach El Rio. I think he really does. He, he does a good job. He, it's not anything that ever comes up. Uh, obviously, we know what's going on, and you know all the talking that's going on. But um, you know, he does a good job of keeping us focused, and he doesn't really bring it up. Uh, that football game's the win, and that's. That's usually the main focus, uh, especially during the season when it was going on. So uh, we know it's out of our hands. Um, we know the owner, Mark Davis, wants to stay in Oakland. And, you know, I love our fan base. So, um, you know, we just kind of leave it up to those who have to make those decisions. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we put our head down and grind and no matter where we're at.
3: But Davis, there were only seven uh, thousand yard rushers in the NFL last season. Ten years ago, there were 16 of them where have all the great running backs and the great running games gone
16: uh you know I, I i don't know i know um i think it's it's a much different league now i feel uh you know i feel now we've evolved into a more passing league uh that's just what i think and so uh, i think it starts there and i know this year there were some injuries uh some top guys that went down so maybe you lost a few there so um, but I think overall, I think maybe we're just involved with passing league. But uh, there's obviously a lot of great running backs uh, still in this league. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to prove that I'm one of them, uh, you know, every time I step on the field.
2: Latavius, want to thank you so much for stopping by. We're out of time. But uh, best of luck to you in the future. And, and you know what? Thanks for reminding us that, yeah, as a matter of fact, there is a place in the NFL for players not invited to the Combines.
4: <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you guys for having no, me. All three of us would have taken you in the first round. I just want you to know that. We all <laughs> had just... hey, hey, I appreciate that. That makes you feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Latavius. We, thanks.
2: Take care. All right. That was Oakland running back Latavius Murray. Up next, more on the Combine and the quarterbacks in it. You're listening to the talk of fame network talk of fame networks brought to you by mycleanpc.com if your computer runs slowly and whose computer doesn't just go to mycleanpc.com for a free diagnosis and within minutes you can download software to cure what may be ailing your pc that's mycleanpc.com
5: I just feel like something's missing
2: I know what we had was so big
5: and warm and bright and yellow oh I really miss the sun
1: no sun No problem. Centrum, the most trusted multivitamins, now have more of the vitamin D3 you need. Get the vitamin D you could be missing this winter with Centrum Multivitamins, now our highest level of D3 ever. Check Sunday's newspaper for a coupon.
14: When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com.
0: I've always had the dream, my whole life, I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be.
8: Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.
11: Welcome to Burger King. Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal?
8: How about Burger
12: King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two-for-five dollars.
7: Extra-long, but still two-for-five.
12: Yep, or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect,
13: I'm doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price and participation dairy.
0: Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge.
2: Well, you should know by now, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And so within minutes, you can download MyCleanPC.com software to clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Proactive, where for just 19 you can get Proactive, plus a rotating deep cleansing brush. Valued at $45. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear with Proactive. Or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944.
4: You know, guys, before you go uh, any further, the NFL lost uh, maybe the strongest-armed quarterback who ever played in this league. Uh, Rudy Bukic uh, passed away at uh, at 85, was uh, MVP of the Rose Bowl in 1953. And according to Mike Ditka and other witnesses, allegedly threw the ball... 100 yards in the air at practice, something he kept trying to do. And according to uh, Ditka, he regularly threw at 95. But on one inspired day, he let fire a 100-yard pass. Uh, and to put that in perspective, Elway threw 173 yards and nearly won a, a deep-throwing competition. He lost to Jay Schrader at 77. That's not even warming up for Rudy Bukic.
2: Well, I remember Rudy because I got his autographed as a kid. So um, anyway, it's it's. It's been a bad week for us, guys, because um, I'd like to recognize our first female caller, and that was a woman named Carol DePlays who checked in with us in our first year on the air and who honestly was unforgettable. Uh, She was a New York fan who knew what she was talking about, and she wasn't afraid to take us on, which you can sometimes do at your own risk. (laughs) Anyway, and unfortunately, Carol passed away this week when she was struck and killed by a livery cab as she crossed the street on her way to work in Manhattan. She was 77, and we wanted to remember her here because she was a diehard sports fan, but more importantly, because she was there for us when we got our start.
3: Yeah, Car- Carol's calls were a big part of shaping this show and giving it some of the character we now have. You know, she was with us from the from the start. You know, it's, it's a sad week for all of us here.
2: Right. Now, Carol DePlays, keep them on your toes wherever you are. We miss you, <laughs> and we thank you. <laughs> Well, Goose, as we sometimes do in the segment, we're now going to call on you for your expertise. And that can mean only one thing. And that thing, of course, is Dr. Data. I understand you're coming back to the Combine to talk about quarterbacks. Yes, sir. There
3: isn't a John Elway, Troy Aikman, or Peyton Manning in the 2016 draft, but there are quarterbacks, potential franchise quarterbacks to be found this April. They were all on display this past week at the NFL Combine. Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Paxton Lynch, Connor Cook, Christian Hackenberg, Dak Prescott, Brandon Allen, Jacoby Brissett. There could be eight quarterbacks in the first three rounds. And the fact that all the quarterbacks threw at the combine was an indication that there was no slam dunk franchise passer in this group. Using the top one, two quarterbacks sit out Indy because they don't want to jeopardize their standing as top prospects. But Goff, Wentz, and Lynch threw to enhance their chances at becoming top 15 selections. And they did just that. Goff and Wentz could conceive maybe top five picks. Goff Red is stepping right now. He spent three years as a starter at Cal and is coming off a 4,300 yard, 43 touchdown season. But Wentz has the upside over Goff. He's bigger, stronger, and faster. But coming from North Dakota State, the NFL represents a much bigger step in his career. He'll likely need to sit a year watch and adapt himself to the size and speed of the game. Cook is also ready to step in, having played under center these last three years at Michigan State. He also pencils in as a first-round pick, albeit a late one. He's the winningest quarterback in Michigan State history, with victories over Ohio State, Oregon, Stanford, Baylor, and TCU. But he spent the week in Indy explaining why he wasn't elected a team captain in the NFL to be, to be buying what he was saying. Hackenberg, Brissett, Prescott, Allen also impressed at Indy either with their size or arm strength. Allen, in particular, improved his draft stock with a sharp workout throwing the ball. Like I said, there are no guarantees at the position. You really don't know what you have until you draft one of these quarterbacks and these quarterbacks will be drafted and most of them will go
4: high. Is this a case of good quarterbacks or a case of desperate teams seeking any kind of quarterback and so they blind themselves and overrate these guys which has killed many teams?
3: Every quarterback ever drafted was reached, was a reach for. You, you don't know what you're getting. The Colts didn't know what they had in Peyton Manning. There was there was a coin top whether to go Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf and Bill Pullman was on the show and said, you know, worst case scenario, we had Billy, Bernie Kosar. They didn't know what they had. What they had was the most productive quarterback in NFL history, but they didn't know. You have to draft a guy to find out what you've got. <laughs>
2: Well, that is the two-minute warning. And, Goose, you're going to be calling the plays again. Ron, you and I are going to be answering. I mean, Derek, you're going to be running the clock. So let's get to it, guys. Johnny
3: Carson, Carson Palmer, or Carson Wentz?
2: I'll take Carson from Downton Abbey.
3: Johnny Carson. He's a winner. When an NFL team moves, should the jilted city be allowed to keep the nickname, marks, and colors as Cleveland did with the Browns?
2: Absolutely. It's one thing to lose a team. It's another to lose your history.
4: And do what with them? Better they just go steal somebody else's nickname. Marks.
3: The Minnesota Vikings move into their new home this season. Who figures to be the stadium opening opponent? Bears, Packers, or Cowboys?
2: They're creditors.
3: (laughs)
4: Should be the Bears. Old friends visiting you in a new house.
3: Speaking of home openers, what year will the Raiders play their first home game in Las Vegas? In the year
18: twenty five twenty five,
9: if man is still
3: alive...
4: <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> Very good. Now, I say uh, uh, Mark D- Davis needs to improve his vision, so it'll probably be 2020. Most NFL teams now have 20 to
3: 25 assistant coaches for a 53-player roster. Vince Lombardi had four. How many assistant coaches are too many?
2: 20 to 25. (laughs)
3: Like
4: the TV show once said, eight is enough.
3: Which wide receiver has a better shot at Canton in the class of 2017, Terrell Owens or Heinz Ward?
2: Oh, my God. Ward, he caught, he blocked, he played on Super Bowl winners. And, you know, best of all, he was wanted by the team he played for. Depends on whether you want a guy at the top of the record books or the
4: guy hitting somebody in the kneecaps.
3: Jerry Kramer's most glaring omission in the Hall of Fame. Who's the second most glaring omission?
2: Ron Borges.
4: <laughs> I second that devotion. Cecil Isbell, <laughs> only all-decade quarterback, not in the hall. <laughs> Von Miller, former Spartan quarterback,
3: great Jim Miller, or the Steve Miller Band?
2: Roger Miller, because he was.
4: <laughs> Von Miller, he can make sweet music just like the Steve Miller Band. <laughs> How soon before the paying public sees
3: the NFL reduce its preseason to three games?
2: As soon as the NFL gets players to agree to a 17-game schedule.
3: As the great preachers say, how long? Not long. If Donald Trump was a football player, what position would he
4: play? Left out. Wrong. Wide receiver. They love to run their mouth and seldom make sense. If Hillary Clinton was a football player, what position would she play?
2: Tight end. Tight end. Ah, nose tackle. No tackle. No <laughs> We'd like to thank Marvin Harrison, Latavius Murray, and Eric Winston for joining us. Mary Kay Cabot for putting up with us. Derek Burns for producing us. And you for listening to us. If you want to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or dial us up on iTunes. Or, you know what? Find us on your podcast apps by typing in Talk of Fame Network. Otherwise, you can find us at this time and at this place next week.
6: We'll look for right them. Hi, Tom Bodette trying to understand this whole dating app thing. You're supposed to swipe right for the profiles you're into and left for the ones you're not. So if I'm attracted to a clean, comfortable room for the lowest price of any national chain at Motel 6, I'd swipe right, right? Or was it left? Wait, I just sent myself a picture of myself. 6'3? Yeah, right. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at MotelSix.com.
9: Control, do you like mortgages? Negative, however, Do you like rockets? Affirmative. Over. Do you like Rocket Mortgages? I'm listening. Over. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is the first on-demand mortgage machine that turns the entire mortgage process into a fast, powerful, completely online experience. Copy that, QL1. I'm going to go ahead and push this button in 3, 2, 1. Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Equal housing letter. License in
12: all 50 states and MLS consumer access.org number 33. Welcome to Burger King.
11: Hey, I'm legit hungry. What do you guys got on this um, two-for-five deal?
12: How about Burger King's new extra-long fish sandwich? Tender, flaky fish with a light, crispy breading. Just two-for-five dollars.
7: Extra-long, but still two-for-five.
12: Yep, yeah. or you could mix and match with other great sandwiches, like our new extra-long buttery cheeseburger. It's all part of Burger King's two-for-five dollar deal. That's perfect. So perfect, I'm
13: doing a dance back here. The new extra-long fish sandwich, now part of the two-for-five dollar deal, only at Burger King. Limited time only, price and participation dairy.
8: There are 75 guys in my firehouse. We do 5,000 runs a year, the loud noises of the bells, the sirens, and you come home and you have a dog barking or you have your wife yelling at the kids for not putting dishes in the sink or whatever. That's okay. It's all good. I leave the craziness at work, and when I'm at home, I really enjoy having that madness in a different way. Home means something different to everyone. With millions of homes for sale or rent on Zillow, whatever home means to you, Zillow can help you find it.